Wow. What I'm feeling is joy, unspeakable joy. Why? <laughs> Up until this afternoon, we were stressing big time, okay? <laughs> and it's amazing. You see them do all these crazy things, and you think to yourself, we're not going to make it. And then God shows up and he just proves us wrong. And it's just so amazing to see what the kids have done this evening. All thanks to God. All thanks to God. And then all thanks to the team that helped out. Lizzie, Jared, Adrian, Grant, um, Carter, the kids and the leaders. Thank you so much because they did all the work this evening. Not this evening. They did it for a while and it looks so good this evening. But... I take my hat off to all of you. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. This is the best nativity scene for PBC ever. And I can say that because I've been here for four months. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, allow me just to share a short devotion with you. It's only about an hour long. Um, you will still have Buddha voice rolls at the end of it all because Jared has said, I've got until how long? Eight. Quarter boss eight. Whenever. Go on. Okay. No, it's not for that long, but just indulge me for this next few minutes as I, I challenge you with this devotion. And as you can see from the title, and as you've heard from the kids this evening, we have no room for Jesus. The question is, do you have room for Jesus? Um, but before I, before I challenge you, I want to just ask you, can you believe in a month's time we will be having Christmas Eve? Can you believe it? And some of you are breaking up out in a cold sweat thinking to yourself, oh, I still need to do, and in your mind you're doing, yeah. But me mentioning this, I want you just to make note, because this is the craziness of the Christmas season. Um, we know that the season, or the reason for the season is to celebrate Christ's birth. And we say this because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to say. Yet we get busy with certain things. It's time to take out the decorations. Um, it's time to take out the lights. And you'll find that those jolly lights needs to be replaced every year. We can testify about it because if you can see the back row out there, not working. Sorry, Jared. Okay. Buying presents. In a week's time, we are going to have what? Black Friday. And it's crazy, huh? I mean, I have seen people, I, I wouldn't want to say relate to get to their to the sales items, but it is crazy. And then there's also the end of your parties that happens this year. So you move from party to party to party. And when it comes to your own Christmas party, you're saying, I've had enough. Okay. And adding this all to our busy schedules is crazy. I mean, in all of this, we are adding to this hectic thing of festive season and then we've got to realize that there's the busyness of life itself. And in all of this, as we focus on these things, 
Did we even remember Jesus? So the question is, do we have room for Jesus? Luke 2.7 says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. The Savior of the world was willingly entering into this world to save us. However, we weren't gracious enough to receive him. This is a very random question, and I'm going to have to use my clicker now and your. So I'm going to admit that I'm a man and I cannot do things. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Is it working? Yeah, there it goes. Okay, so I've got a very good random question that I want to ask you this evening. If we had to make room for Jesus, what would that room look like to you? Would it look like this? Let's let go. Or would it look like this? Or at this time, would it look like this? Huh? The truth is that if we want to make room for Jesus, we've got to slow down. We've got to realize what the reason for the season really is. Um, I want to think of this. Uh, no, I, want to, I don't want to think about this. I want to share this with you. I want to ask you this. Have you ever been in love? Duh. Yes. For some of us. Have, have we ever been in love or have we been engaged or, yeah, engaged? And do we remember the time that we were courting or dating people? Did you rush around getting yourself in a tizzy, shopping to arrange major dinners for your friends, to have get-togethers and speak about the fact that you were in a relationship, not even inviting your beloved to the party, huh? while toasting the fact that you finally found the one? Absolutely not. No, you didn't. You wanted to spend every waking moment with that person and tell them how much you love them. But while we might try to justify this time of the year being the only time to enjoy it with family and friends, does it become time where we can consciously make time together with family and friends to say, thank you, God, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you came. I'm so reminded by that verse found in Matthew 6, verse 21, which says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Or as the message version says, can you, can you see that? It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place you will most want to be and ending up being. Where is your treasure kept this evening? Right now our Heavenly Father is saying to us, shh. Why are you rushing? Sit down. Come and get to know me. Have I not ordained this time to save you? So why make it about everything else but me? I've given you my son as a plan of salvation. Get to know me and get to know him. But I want to tell you something else. Since the beginning of creation, it was God's plan to have a deep personal relationship with each one of us, his, his children. But since the fall of man, it's been this 
ongoing challenge where God wanted to show us how much He loved us when He rescued us from hectic situations. And there's even been opportunities where He used people to speak prophecy. One of the prophecies that stands out at this time of year, especially for this time, is Isaiah 9 verse 6, which says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. While we might have forgotten the reason for the season, I want to tell you that God has not forgotten us. And I want you to no- take note of this. Jesus Christ, He's the one that has come into this world to save us. And if you think about it, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, what wonderful credentials that is. And what wonderful character that is as well, which overrides any perfect gift that we could have ever considered to give to someone at Christmas time. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace tells me that He is more than enough for us this evening. He's with us. Now I want to tell you something, and it's, I'm coming to the end of my sermon, okay? Rejoice. Okay. While we remember the birth of the baby in the stable, while we remember that he was placed in a lowly manger at this time of year, it was the start of God's ultimate plan of salvation. Because without the birth of Jesus Christ, there would not be a death on the cross. And there would not be salvation for our souls. I'm going to repeat this again. Have you got room for Jesus? For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. But it doesn't end there. Because I want to give you another verse, which is so relevant to this time. And that's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. It doesn't end there. Let me encourage you with another verse. John 1, verse 14, which says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you have room for Jesus? Because I know He has room for you. If you are here tonight because it is the children's nativity, thank you for coming. But in all of this time as well, if you are struggling, if you are trying to make sense of life, While you've come to this nativity, you've not come to the wrong place because He's here to meet you at the point of your need. Or is this the time where life is just so lonely to you? Can I recommend Jesus Christ, who is the wonderful counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I would want to say to you this evening, if you've been struggling, give this baby, Jesus, a chance in your life. I and many others here this evening can testify to the fact that God is good. If he has said that I've given you eternal life, that you are my child, that I'm here for you, you better believe that he is. So if you want to have that opportunity to get to know him better, there's an opportunity right after this to just meet with one of us. It could be me or any of the leaders here to just to get to know Jesus in a personal way. I want to challenge you with this question again. Do you have room for Jesus? Because he has room for you.